MLM Nation, episode 591. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, MLM Nation, Top Summit is coming up. Hey, I don't promote many events, but this is going to be an awesome event. I should take time away from baseball. So, you know, it's going to be a good, 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 good one on February 2nd, February 5th. Go check it out, mlnation.com forward slash summit. And for now, you can get the live stream as well. Of course, I would love to hang out with you, but if you can't make it for whatever reason, go check out the live stream at mlnation.com forward slash summit. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today. I like him. He's a Yankee fan. He's a sports fan. And this is the second time we have him on the show. And i uh, got lots of things just watching him grow the last couple of years. We have Jason Brown. Hey, Jason, are you ready to make it happen? Yeah, what's up, Simon? Great great to be here again with you, man. I'm, I'm always excited. It is, like I said, Jason Brown has been on ML Nation. He was first appeared th- about three years ago in episode 376, where he talked about duplication. If you don't know about Jason, he got started in that work. When he got started, he struggled for two years. He invested in personal development, attended events, worked extremely hard and consistent, but nothing to show for it. Actually, he did have something to show for it. The only results he had was being $70,000 in debt and having to um, move back to his parents' home. And in order to pay the bills, he worked seven days a week delivering fast food and pizza just to survive. Uh, Jason Venture had his breakthrough and uh, today is 30 years old, owns multiple businesses and approaching almost eight figures a year in network marketing. And he has traveled and built teams in all over, in over 42 countries. So anyway, anyway I'm Jason, super excited to have you back on here. I'm most excited and honored to be speaking at the same stage with Jason Brown at the upcoming Top Summit on February 2nd, February 5th. If you haven't, you could make sure you go check out the live stream. Go to mlmission.com forward slash summit. Um, why don't you share a little bit? How did you get started in network marketing? Yeah, well, again, Simon, pleasure to be back. Always, always amazing. And I love I love anything that involves, uh, you know, using a story to inspire. So uh, this is just a, another chance to be on the platform. Um, but for me, you know, I came from pretty normal situation, I guess you, what you would call in America anyway, the normal situation. Uh, both of my parents worked multiple jobs. Uh, I grew up really just admiring hard work. Uh, so I went to college, got my degree, actually got uh, associates in journalism, bachelor in communication, did an internship after, not really my cup of tea sitting behind a desk all day. But then, you know, as I got into different things, I I was around my first mentor and he opened up the vision of owning a business. I had never, ever, ever even entertained that. It wasn't even a part of even the smallest paradigm uh, that I had built. And so he opened up my mind to it, uh, gave me an opportunity and uh, to open up a mini we'll call it like a mini nightclub, but really just to turn his restaurant to a college party on Thursday nights. And it became so successful that he helped me get um, headhunted from there to work for another nightclub, like a real nightclub in a casino uh, out in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And from a friend that I met in the casino while I was uh, opening and running a nightclub, he opened up the door for network marketing to me. This is uh, 
probably the summer. Yeah, this is summer 2013. So I first heard about it based off a health and wellness company. Um, I had never heard of MLM network marketing, direct sales. Uh, the only thing that I had ever even come across was when I was younger, my mom did a pampered chef party. Okay. So I was really pumped up cause we got this free, you know, pizza thing because she had a bunch of friends over in <laughs> a free pizza tray. Um, but it was brand new world for me. And so I was pretty skeptical for quite some time, but I watched him go, uh, his name was Justin. I watched him go from honestly the ground floor, just getting started, fired up, ignorance on fire, uh, to starting to get results, you know, traveling, got a brand new car, working less hours at the gym where I worked out. He was a trainer. And I thought, you know what, maybe I'm running away from exactly what I was looking for. And so that's really the the introduction to me was the moment that I decided maybe I'm being skeptical for the wrong reasons. Uh, sat down, we talked and literally that day, September 4th, 2013, I, I made a, a cold turkey decision to go all in and uh, never look back. So uh, we talked about you, how you struggled for two years. What was the turning point? How did things uh, start changing for you? Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought when I got involved, when I saw a comp plan, I don't remember the exact number, but six-figure income seemed attainable. So I actually left a six-figure income to go all in in network marketing. I was doing pretty well in the nightclub and um, it was it was growing, but I felt like freedom was what I wanted. I didn't really like the environment. And so I literally just turned it all off and I went all in. Um, so I did have some money to start. When we when I joined the company, I did really well the first 60, 90 days as well. A lot of bonuses, a couple, I made probably like four, five, six, seven thousand, which was great, you know, out the gate, but then everything slowed down. Uh, the residual was, was uh, a little bit further away than I thought. And so uh, I started, you know, little by little running up credit cards, because I didn't want to go back. You know, I had a small team. I didn't want to go back and get a job. So I'm like, all right, you know, we're going to use what we have. <laughs> so the resources that I had saved up from the club started to dissolve. The bonus money that I made started to dissolve. And then the credit card started to build. And so by, uh, by, I guess it was really my second year, my second full year, uh, the summer of 2015, we had, I had, come off a really bad situation because I decided to give my business a, bo a boost that I would get a house with like six or seven of the, the main leaders in my team. So we got this house and what we didn't account for was that it was a summer rent. It was a winter rental in a summer community. It was on the beach. And so when the winter came, it was so cold that our, that our heating, like the bill, because we had to heat the house to even stay alive, honestly, it was so cold. The bill was drastically bigger than what we accounted for. And uh, Simon, it's funny because all the roommates besides one, which was my sponsor, the guy that I started network marketing with, everybody scattered like roaches. You know, I always say it's funny, you know, you turn the lights on and, <laughs> and, the, and the, the roaches just run to the corner. Everybody disappeared. And some of them I've never talked to again. I literally don't even know what happened to them. Really uh, crazy situation. So that's the reason that was the final straw because a lot of the bills were in my name. I had to move back in with my parents, uh, rev up the amount that I was delivering pizza, Chinese food, sushi. I was literally out, like you said, seven days a week, 
hustling to make cash, but I'm a leader in a company at this point. So I'm <laughs> taking calls, doing three-way calls, closing people on the vision while I'm delivering pizza. I mean, it, it was, it was an insane, uh, looking back, just experience that, that has kept me very humble to this day. Cause I'll always, I'll always remember, but you know, the turning point for me was actually one night, uh, there was this great spot. It was a sushi spot in a summer community. So in the summer months, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we would deliver like big orders of sushi to a wealthy community. And so it was like, maybe you get 10 deliveries, but you can make like two, 300 bucks. It was really good. Uh, so on a Friday, I'll never forget. Um, I see an address that looks really familiar and I ended up pulling up to my ex-girlfriend's house. And I think I realized about halfway to that delivery where I was going. I was like, oh, I'm about to go. Yeah, this is where I'm going. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm delivering. I, she opens the door and uh, I was like mortified. You know, at that moment, I, I, I wasn't so embarrassed about the position, but it, but it was a moment where I had to reflect on what I had been doing the previous two years. You know, I use this moment to, to really wake people up when I coach and when I train because I wasn't so embarrassed about where my current situation was because I knew that it was temporary. I think I was more embarrassed because I knew that I could have worked harder. I knew that I could have made less excuses. I knew that, you know, for maybe my first two years in network marketing, I was still treating it like a hobby, even though I needed it to be a full-time thing. Uh, I was still playing video games while I was listening to calls. <laughs> so that, that night was the turning point. That night, I literally made a decision to burn all the ships and never look back. Um, and I made a big decision uh, that night. And, and that was really when things started to change. Within uh, a couple of weeks, I made a decision to move to Miami, cold turkey, to be around one of my best leaders at the time, who's now my business partner. We've made eight figures in network marketing together, um, Matthew Rosa. So he had an extra a room in his apartment. So I committed with Simon. I had no money, man. I was literally 70K, credit cards maxed. I made the commitment that night to uh, to go to Miami and put my back against the wall, uh, move down here with no job, very small residual income. And uh, that's when things really started to change. So let me ask you this, because um, I say the number one secret to success is to do what scares you, to get out of your comfort zone. So what was going on in your mind? Like, because you're giving, you, you don't have much money already and you're giving up your jobs to go down to Miami. How do you overcome that fear? What was the self-talk? It's a great question. Um, I'm very faith-driven, but not just like uh, butterfly and rainbow faith, you know, very determined, confident faith. Uh, when I When I feel something and my energy is behind it, I know, you know, I got a confirmation that that move was the right thing to do. And so from a financial standpoint, I guess for most people, people were looking at me like, dude, you're insane. I mean, my own mom was like, are you sure? Like, you're sure? But I put together a plan and, you know, I, what was going through my head was that I know how I operate. And I know how most people operate. The, the human brain is designed to work and, and to push and to thrust through adverse situations. And if I kept delivering 
because I had good hours. I had the best shifts. I was making pretty solid money for a you know Chinese food delivery guy. But my my dream was to become world class in network marketing, not for only the freedom financially, but to inspire the world and to change the profession. My my goal was always to bring wholeness and uh, integrity to the profession. So I could never give up on that dream, but I started to realize that my environment around me was creating stagnancy towards that dream. And so my mindset was detach emotionally from the finances and figure it out. And it's once I made the, it's crazy, Simon, because it takes a lot of guts to make a leap that big. From most people's situation, you'd say, play it safe. But I felt like playing it unsafe was the decision that I needed to make. And as soon as I made that decision, I found within 30 days, the company that I never knew existed, that is still the company I'm a part of today, four, four and a half, four, over four years strong, and the opportunity that would honestly change my life. And I believe that everything happened because I made the decision uh, to just follow that gut and to trust it uh, to go to go pursue my purpose. And I think that you can also say when you're at that point, you're like in debt and laughing. So going, well, what do you have to lose? <laughs> Big facts. Right. Yeah, I didn't have much to lose. You don't have much to lose. Right. Maybe bankruptcy. <laughs> right. You well, then you get to restart again. Right. Yep. You don't have much to lose. And I think a lot of times you bought it, uh, you play it unsafe. Most people play it safe. And that's why they never get their big success. Right. It's the ones like, if you're listening to ML Nation, it's the ones who take that big risk, do the things that don't make sense. Most people don't understand. Because I'm sure most people out there, you think you're crazy, Jason. It makes no sense what you're doing. But because you do it, you stand out, you're different, and you get the success that escapes most people. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, I, I it's hard to, this is a hard thing to get somebody to grasp. It, it goes against the social norm, you know? People find comfort in having things paid on time. They find comfort in, you know, just consistency from a, you know, bill paying standpoint. But if your dreams and goals are much bigger than that, you got to play it unsafe, man. You got to at least at least be calculated. That that might be even better just to be calculated and know that the risk you're taking is is worth it. And then for me, I knew I had enough money to pay rent for two, three months. I knew that, you know, I could always come back quick. I even did it Christmas week. I came back. Uh, I worked for this florist that we had in South Jersey and I made a quick thousand dollars because I knew I could do it that week. And I literally worked. I got up at 530 in the morning and worked till like nine, 10 at night. You know, I did like a 16, whatever plus hour shift. So, you know, I had a calculation. I had, you know, a plan. Obviously, that's key. I wouldn't just tell somebody who listens to this, who's, you know, on the verge to just go do something crazy, but put together a plan, be strategic about it, and then take that jump. Yeah, I'm sure you learned the lessons you learned. It's more than any book you can read or event you can go to, like the, doing that. You know, I always remind my coaching clients that, uh, you look, that I always ask them, is the average person successful? You know, they say not successful financially, right? So if you do what they do, you're going to end up like them. But if you do something bold like what Jason did, they have a plan behind it. That's what success is. It's always a little bit outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see it over and over again. There's a correlation. 
in a lot of really successful people um, and how they got there. There's a there's a direct correlation. I mean, every one of them has a story about how they got fired, how they went bankrupt, you know, because you're not going to you're not going to keep getting kicked in the face forever. You know, eventually you're going to find your lane and you're going to take it to the house. Jason, how important is consistency to success? Uh, it's everything. That's my number one thing. You know, I've and I've said it, I've talked about it for years. So I, I always tell people I'm being consistent with consistency. Uh, it's probably the number one thing that I teach above all, because to me, consistency is the foundation. I mean, we, we live in a world where nothing is certain and everything is changing. Right. Constantly. Technology, our, our appearances, the way that we listen to music, the way that we access and for everything is changing on a day to day basis. We're, we're growing. Uh, I have I have an iPhone 11 and it's almost obsolete already. You know, it's like it's just crazy. And so we as the X factor, we have to remain consistent because that's where the results lie. there's this false perception that success needs to be fast because the world runs on fast, fast food, fast, this fast, that we all want fast answers, fast delivery, Amazon prime. People are now upset about three day delivery because we've (laughs) grown this. (laughs) We've grown this perception. I found myself today upset because something I was waiting for is a two day delivery instead of a one. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? I've, we, we just adapted this. Everything is a now. But business is never going to happen that way. And when you start pushing people, not pushing, pressing people to make a buying decision, when you start pressing people to get started, pressing people to launch, pressing people to, you know, buy your product because you have a deadline, you're playing the short game, not the long game. I don't chase people in my business. I don't chase leaders in my business. In fact, I have really very rarely directly contacted a leader to join my business or even a customer. I play the long game. I I focus on the value I provide. I focus on the message and positioning myself for people to understand that I'm a leader. Because if I'm consistent, the right people will find me eventually. And there's been times when a leader has contemplated joining me, they've done something else. And then eight months later, a year later, two years later, they've come and found me and said, you've, you've remained consistent from the moment. Simon, I remember where I was sitting on the couch in my house outside in Coral Gables when we did that interview. And I can tell you that I'm not the best. I've still not become the best and I never will, but I have put in work I've put in value every single day since the moment we've done that podcast to today. And that is the deciding factor. My opinion, don't play the short game. If you want to play the long game, you can have freedom a hundred percent, but you gotta just start small, simple tasks every single day. That'll separate you from the person who works 14 hours one day and is, is dead on the side of the road the next day. Cause they didn't sleep. Yeah. Awesome advice. And most people, they, instead of starting small, they want to go all out, but get something really quick, which, yep. which is the total opposite. The long game. And you know what you said? Everyone's used to the, getting things quick, like um, the Amazon Prime, right? Real conditioned. Or like, I want to listen to a song or a movie clip within seconds. I can get it. And so the, if you can like wait, do the opposite, because most people can't wait. But if you can wait, play that long game, you automatically are like... You know, ahead of 99% of the people out there. Yeah, I mean, and the, the facts are, I mean, the stats are there. The stats back it up. 
when I, when I first started working with Matt, I, t- I shared my philosophy with him and together we have been able to work and build something that forget the money doesn't matter, but we've been able to build a community that has stayed. We, we don't have a threat of leaders leaving and our, our income crashing. We have built a true residual income at a very high level. And I always try to tell people that it's because we played the long game. You can play the short game in network marketing and you can make money. But if we talk in six months, your check most likely won't be consistent. You know, it won't, you want a consistent check. You have to be consistent. And, and Simon, you know, it, it's very tough for people to, to, to adapt because they have bills to pay, right? They have things that are due. Most of the time people come with debt like me. And I could have been urgently trying to close people on maybe high ticket items to cover my bills, but I felt like that would ruin my brand long-term for a short-term sacrifice. Yeah, awesome wisdom here. Hey, MLM Nation family, Aisham Hipsher here, bringing you this week's show ambassador. Pretty excited about this one. You know, I gotta say, I know you guys probably are laughing because I'm always excited to bring you this show ambassador, but this one is a little special to me. Uh, I just read it and then I realized who it's from and I'm like, oh man, that's cool. So this week's show ambassador comes from Adam Carey. Adam Carey is a leader uh, in, in our profession of network marketing. He and his lovely wife, Michelle, are awesome, awesome people. If you don't know about them, look them up. Adam and Michelle Carey, they're great humans. So anyways, Adam says, if you are not using this podcast to grow your business, you're crazy. He says, I love MLM Nation. Simon brings so much value to our profession with his special guest interviews. This should be a mandatory tool in every rep's back pocket. If you're not using this to help you build your business, you're crazy. This business is all about follow the leader. So pick an episode and start growing. Enjoy. Powerful words from a power couple. Adam Carey, Adam and Michelle Carey. Thank you so much for that review. That was very kind. And uh, you guys are rock stars. I can't wait to run into you again next time we're in Tennessee. So guys, that's awesome. If you want to be next week's show ambassador, all you've got to do is simply leave a rating and a review in iTunes, and uh, we will comb through the ratings and reviews, find yours, pick you, read you aloud, and boom, a star is born. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Happy New Year. 2020 is off to a great start. Now back to Simon and the show. Hey, you heard it. Consistency is so, so important. Without it, you'll never be successful. And in my mission to help a 1,000 people earn $1,000 a month, I know one of the things we need to work on is to help you become more consistent and take action. And that's what we do in Purpose Driven Networkers. For just 33 cents a day, we prospect together. I hold you accountable. I make sure you work on the DMO, the income producing activities. And so all that for 33 cents a day, I made it easy for you to get help. Go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Let's get consistent and let's start finally, not just learning, learning, but taking action and making money in your business. Let's do it. Hey, thank you so much for your time. As we wrap up, I want to get uh, some quick questions to pick your brain. Okay, these could be quick one-liners. The first one is, 
What is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Damn, that is that is good. That's that's really tough. You know what I would say is that I, it's hard for me to grab one. I, I've got I've got a bunch, but I think what I always go back to in the last couple of years, especially is is the bible and i don't like to bring religion into business whatsoever but i don't think the bible if you can think with an open mind i don't think the bible is religion i think religion is created but i i've i've grabbed a lot of my specific wisdom from quotes or from scripture because it's one of the oldest books it's one of the oldest piece of literature that we have which most things stem for so I wouldn't say I have a specific quote. That's actually, Simon, I got to tell you, man, in six years of doing stuff, I don't think I've ever been stumped with a, a specific question because I don't think I have a, I don't think I have a specific quote in my head, but I would say that most of my quotes or things that I say or things that I've learned come from uh, scripture in the Bible. And that's, that would be the best answer. Yeah. No, uh, it's a good, great answer because most of the personal development is just now out there now. There's nothing really, really new. It's rehashed and maybe written in a certain way that relates to people. But if you look at everything out there, whether it's like Think and Grow Rage or, you know, As a Man Seeketh or, um, you know, Power Piles of Thinking, all, a lot of it comes from the Bible, you know, Proverbs. Because that was written a couple of thousands of years ago and people just rehash it and, and you know, maybe they're still teaching the same lessons. Right. Digested it differently. And, and you know, the, the personal development space is beautiful because you have an intake and then you make it your own and then you, you know, put it out your own way. And it's, it's beautiful. But I always tell people when they come to me and they ask, what should I be learning from? I say, well, if you have an open mind, go to the Bible first, because that's where the raw beginning, the roots are. Yeah. Yeah. And the specific, you know, that's part of my morning routine. Uh, I'm going to ask, ask you uh, you about your morning routine, but I read uh, every day, like a chapter of Proverbs and then go Ecclesiastes because almost every person development thing that reads, it comes from something from the Proverbs. And uh, it's like, if it's last for, you know, how many, 2000, 3000 years, then it's something we all should definitely pay attention to. Right. Yep. So, yep. With an open mind. Right. Cause some yeah. people get like, feel weird about it and look, whatever you believe in, I tell people I support it all, but if you really want to grow mentally, that's, I agree. You got to go back to the roots. Yeah. And you, you, you know, you don't even need to believe in God. I can read Proverbs. It just tells you what to do, what not to do, what not to do. If you do this, you, you have, you're going to have a happy life. If you do this, your life is going to be screwed. Right. Yep. And every book says the same thing. Well, it traces back to it. So, um, moving on. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? <laughs> I love this. So I'm grateful you asked this question. I'll tell you, probably my greatest habit has been seeking personal time. I've grown this, and and this is one thing in the last year, uh, and actually Matt, my business partner, really, really shook me up on this one because, well, Matt and my pastor, it was a combination of both that really made the message clear uh, because Matt said, uh, we were in a conversation, he's like, man, we spend most of our time with people. Right. If it's with Matt, with his wife or me, with my girlfriend, if we're not with them, we're on calls. If we're not with them, we're, you know, hanging out, watching sports. We're always with people. And so I I reflected on that. And um, I actually have a sauna. okay, in my building that I spend. I I make one hour a day uh, to just be there in and out of the sauna in 15 minute increments, two to three times. Um, And I developed that me time. But also I heard a pastor say that, that you need time with God. 
the greatest habits that I have formed that have taken me in the last 24 months, we'll call it to a different level spiritually, like insane. I feel free now. Like I was financially free way before I was spiritually free is just getting that time locked in. Literally it's unwaverable. Like I will find that time, that hour a day to be with me. That is the greatest habit that I've formed, which I never had before. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, one of my mentors told me that too. It's like spend 15, 30 minutes a day with no inputs, like no one messaging me, no one talking to you. And all of a sudden, all the solutions to your problems are right there. <laughs> it's crazy. No, I'm, I'm like, and it's hard because I'll, I'll say this. I'm, when I'm in the sauna, okay, I, I don't have my phone. But sometimes like I'm in the sauna, I'm thinking and I'm like, I start remembering like, like a list of things that I have to do. It's just like all these ideas are coming and I sometimes jump out of the sauna, grab my phone, text who I got to text, write down notes and go back in. But I was missing that component. Mm -hmm. So it is so true that life with a, a part of your life with no input will actually give you a lot of output. What's the best piece of advice you ever received, Jason? The best piece of advice I ever received was to celebrate people the way that you would want to be celebrated. One of my great friends, uh, a mentor and uh, become an older brother to me, uh, David Monitia, he came up to me and we were at a convention together and he said, he's like, I got to tell you, the one thing that I respect about you the most is that you celebrate other people genuinely. Mm. And I, 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 I will say that that's the best piece of advice I've ever gotten. It might not have been advice. It might have been a compliment. But to me, it was advice because that's the way I was raised. But it had never been a conscious fundament that I could identify. And I've now implemented that into the lives of other people uh, to, that it's okay. It's okay to, to show love. It's okay to show appreciation. It's okay to celebrate somebody else's success because that's what's going to leave room for you to receive. The, the human tendency is to develop ego, to develop pride, to not be able to be proud of what somebody else has built because of a jealous aspect. And when people get permission from a mentor, from someone they look up to, that it's okay to, to acknowledge somebody else's success, it changes the game for somebody. That can be the biggest barrier on somebody's success because they can't smile because somebody else is winning. They can't internally allow it because they're not there yet. That's opened a lot of doors for me as well. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say someone's interested, a qualified prospect interested in your business. What do you do? You send them a video about your company. What do you like to use? Yeah, I think of a short video. I've realized it's changed a lot. Um, I still think the best prospecting tool is is me. <laughs> That's not duplicatable, but I know, I know what I can do when I'm on the phone with someone. Um, but it's changed, you know, I, for me, it was always like a, a webinar, but again, as I've evolved my perception of scalability, I realized that it's not about what we can do any capacity. It's about what we can duplicate. And so to be honest, my favorite tool for the last six months is like a seven minute video. Seven minute video, short to the point. I barely even acknowledge the compensation plan. We, we put emphasis on the services and the education that we provide and then done. That's, that's it. People are quick, man. What's a, a one or two apps on your phone you could recommend? Well, we're going to go back to this, uh, the spirituality one, but 
the holy the holy bible app is key for me all right that's that's huge because you don't need the paper back i travel a lot uh so having that is is huge so i can access uh, my day-to-day scriptures and uh, the other two you're you're probably gonna laugh but you know running a a um you know 10 million plus volume per month business it takes a lot of work um and time is money and so my second favorite app is called instacart okay and i'm uh, instacart is not a hidden gem very much anymore i think a lot of people know about it but according to the app let me see if i can find it because whenever i do an order it tells me how much time i've saved by using this app and it's pretty mind-blowing I doubt I'll be able to find it just because I'm looking for it, right? When you're looking for it, you'll never find it. <laughs> but, but I think it I think it told me that I've saved like literally hundreds of hours, okay, by letting somebody else food shop, grocery shop, Uber Eats. I use these apps. So Uber Eats is the third one. Huh. Because I work best being home. I'm home right now. So the two, the other best apps that I have, they save me time. Uh, also like any, any, uh, what's this one? Postmates, like any app where any time, great advice for anybody who's really trying to scale. Any time you can pay somebody to do a task that is taking time, which takes money out of your pocket or out of your bottom line, do it, do Definitely. it. I gotta, I gotta check out Instacart because I'm really anal about time. I gotta check that out. Dude, I'll tell you, Instacart, they let you pick all your little favorite grocery stores in the area. You type in your zip code, it tells you what's available. You go on and they have the, like, the, I use Publix. It's a grocery store we have here. Publix put their whole lineup of items. All the SKUs are on there. Just go, they deliver it right to my door. Boom, done. <laughs> I'm like, I'll call. I just open the door, let them deliver my groceries. And, and Mel Nation, that's how you build an eight-figure business, man. Because you only have 24 hours. A day. Jason only has 24 hours a day, just like you and me. You got to save his own time. In the last show, we talked about one or two books you could recommend. But this time, I want to ask you, what's the best book you've read in the last one or two years that stands out? Or two or three books or that really stands out, that's made an impact on you? I'll tell you my favorite book. But I've been hot on this book. This for two reasons. Number one, um, my biggest studies. Okay. I mean, I, I might even have the second one that I just got. I literally just grabbed this in the airport. I don't, I don't remember my, my apartment's going through construction right now. So, oh yeah, it's right here. Okay. I got you. My biggest study personally. Okay. For the past six months to a year, it's actually been a year now, um, is emotional intelligence. Okay. So emotional intelligence 2.0, is an incredible, incredible read. There's there's a couple different, if you were to go on Amazon and type in emotional intelligence, there's a couple different books. This one is white with an orange stripe, emotional intelligence 2.0. It breaks it down into 66 um, perceptions of emotional intelligence. And the book is such an easy read. It's so easy to digest. It's more than a book. It's a reference tool. And I'm telling you, for leadership development, Maybe what's most important next to consistency is emotional intelligence. And I just grabbed this HBR's 10 must reads on emotional intelligence. So this is, uh, I saw this in the airport. I'm like, I gotta have this, but it's, it's about, it looks like to me, cause I haven't cracked it. It looks like it's about 
implementing emotional intelligence as a leader into your organization. So number one, the study of emotional intelligence and what that really means, but then the implementation of it is key. And that that's been my biggest thing because to run a huge organization takes a different caliber of, uh, of emotional patience. Okay. You need to become like Yoda because you're getting hit with like everybody's energy from all angles every single minute of the day. Well, thank you for sharing that. It's HBR Harvard business review. I'm definitely checking it out. Yep. I got it. All right. Thank you. I never heard, I never got read that. Last question. The million dollar question. You ready? I'm ready. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. You didn't know your business partner, didn't know your family. You're like a, your contact list was zero. What's the first thing? But you knew everything you knew, your, your knowledge and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? Beautiful question, Simon. You're the best, man. This is what I would do, okay? I would, I would book a place. So I'd book a venue, an empty venue, so to speak, whether it was uh, a little room in my apartment building or whatever, just have a, have a place to promote to. And then I would, I would budget um, some money for Uber, okay? And I would order Ubers to go little aimless places like five to seven, $10 trips. And I would, number one, communicate with the Uber drivers by running form. Um, so, you know, where are you from? Occupation, recreation, motivation, da, da, da. Get to know them genuinely. And then I would, number one, I would ask them to attend. Hey, I'm working on a project. Sharp, you know, compliment them the correct way. If they show the interest, get them to come to that empty venue, so to speak, um, and, and make them a part of an inner circle. And the reason why is because every... It's almost like bulletproof. Okay. I gave a training on Uber drivers and I said, raise your hand if you prospected an Uber driver and hands went up and a couple guys were like, I am an Uber driver. I got prospected because I was driving Uber. So people that drive Uber are right on the brink, right on the brink of moving to that right side of the cash flow quadrant, right? They want freedom. Almost every one of them says, yeah, I do this for a little extra cash. I own a business. I, I own a company and I'm earning extra money because I, I'm building my business. I mean, they, it's, it's like network marketing, what network marketers say, what Jim Rohn says to say, but they're still self-employed, right? They're still stuck working those hours because if they don't clock in, they don't drive, they don't get paid. So I would start, I would start right there because then it just becomes a game of tap rooting. Who do you know? Who do you know that's like you? And to be honest, most Uber drivers here in Miami are not from the United States. I've met people from probably six countries in Africa, countries all over South America, Central America, Europe. It's insane. It's, it's a gold mine. I just gave everybody my secret tip. <laughs> there you go. Hey, ML Nation, um, thank you so much, Jason Brown. As we wrap up, any last words of advice and then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Yeah. Hey, look, uh, piece of advice. If you kill it with that Uber thing, you got to let me know because that's going to make me so happy. I'm telling you, Simon, I bet so many people that watch this podcast are going to be like, what the heck? I've been in Ubers a hundred times. I never asked anybody. So that's it, my best piece of advice is, is if you do that, let me know, connect with me. I'm big on Instagram. That's where I'm at. So Instagram, it's at the letter J, B-R-O-W-N. So six letters, the letter J, brown like the color. Uh, connect with me on IG, reach out. Appreciate you guys. As always, I'll answer questions. Don't care where you're at, what company. Uh, I'm just a, a server 
to the to the profession. And Simon, you're the man, bro. No, you're the man. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with Jason Brown. So keep up the momentum. Go to MLNation.com and just go on the podcast tab. And uh, the show notes to Jason's, all the nuggets of wisdom, the books, the apps he recommended will be right there. Hey, in order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Jason, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Yes, sir. Same to you, Simon. God bless. Hey, ML Nation, don't forget, I'd love to hang out with you at the Top Summit on February 2nd and February 5th. It's going to be fantastic. Super excited. But whatever reason, okay, I'm not going to ask. If you can't make it, definitely check out the live stream then. It's going to be awesome. Go to mlnation.com forward slash summit. mlnation.com forward slash summit. And go catch the live stream. All right, anyone, check out the top summit. Hope to see you there. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan. And I am excited for Jason Brown to be hanging out with him at the top summit. And I hope you like the show. I'm going to do a quick recap and review. It's just amazing. Someone so young, 30 years old, um, eight-figure business. When, you know what, it, in order to you to go high, you got to embrace the lows, right? And there's the entrepreneur roller coaster. He went doing well to doing nothing and delivering, you know, sushi, pizza, sushi delivery. And it comes out making that decision, treating it like a business and know that, you know, we talked about the self-talk. What is the self-talk when you are doing something? And it's got to be, you know, you got to be confident and but put together a plan and know that you got to stick to that plan and you know there's going to be up and downs. But you're always visualizing by the future. Like most people, if you're struggling, you're living in the past. But people are successful like Jason, they're living in the future, always living through the vision. And, um, you know, we're talking about success. If you want to do what everyone else is doing, you get their results. If you think like everyone else is doing, you get their results, right? Most people think they're crazy to go down. But if you do something different, if you think of every entrepreneur out there, whether it's the late Steve Jobs, you know, my son is actually reading a book, a biography, writing about, uh, about him right now, uh, or Elon Musk, or, you know, Gandhi, Abraham Lincoln. They did something that most people say they would not do. They were different. They thought different. They stand out. And success is doing what others won't do. And he did something bold and risky. Uh, and the question is, what do you, you know? What do you have to lose? That's a question. If you're scared to do something scary, and I always say the number one secret to success is to do what scares you. Ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can happen? Right? What is the worst thing that can happen? And normally, it's never, never as bad as we think it is going to be. So, a lot of mindset training there. Start small and consistent. You know, Jason talked about consistency. Is is you have to be consistent to be consistent. It's everything, right? Success does not need to be fast. You got to think long term. He mentioned a lot about successful people again thinking long term. Most people think short term, and that's where they're stuck. But successful people they think long, long term, and long uh, play the long term game, right? Long term game, and you can start small but play the long term game. And over time, it's the compound effect. Having that patient, you know. One of the best advice I got was, Simon, you got to be patient. Network marketing is not a get-rich-quick. You got to be patient in the profession, but also be patient in yourself that it takes time for you to learn. You're not going to get it right away, but if you do a little bit, a little bit, a little bit each day, you will get it. 
I love what he talked about a long time, time to think. And maybe we don't have an, you know, you don't have an, I don't, I know I don't have an hour day in a sauna and you probably don't like Jason Brown does. Uh, but even taking five minutes, something I do five minutes in the morning and five minutes in, in the afternoon when I go running, sometimes I just don't even listen to any sh- podcast or any personal development, just thinking silence. All of a sudden, all the solutions in the world open up to you and you feel better. That alone time is really, really important. Um, and I love what he said, celebrate people the way you want to be celebrated, right? That is really good. Really good advice that he got. Uh, you talk about emotional intelligence and about leadership and um, going out there and just giving, peep, giving, 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 and you know, no ego and pride involved. Uh, ego and pride, those are the things that hold us back. Anyway, I can go on and on. Great show. And you can make sure you check out uh, Jason's previous episode as well. Really good about it. He goes more into detail, his full story. But hey, if you like this, please subscribe and rate and review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app. Appreciate it. And uh, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Hey, I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. Again, thanks again to Jason Brown. Thanks to you for listening. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.